There we go. You're listening to Queer Travel Chat by Two Bad Tourists. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Queer Travel Chat. My name is Austin. I am one half of the blogger duo Two Bad Tourists. And sitting here with me, as always, is David. Hi, everyone. I'm David. Yes, David, you are my co-host, <laughs> and you're here Who as always. Here? You're supposed to say me. I'm here too. So we're not like reading everything. <laughs> what we, you know, going off the cuff of our outline. Listen, we are on glass number four prosecco. This uh, is not glass is, number four. Okay, let's just keep it to the script here, David. <laughs> <laughs> so we're super excited today because we are recording live from the Danube River, somewhere in the middle of Austria, aka Vienna, which is of course the capital city of Austria one of the gay capitals of Europe. And um, we are doing today's episode entirely in German. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> Just kidding. In honor of Austria. <laughs> yeah, no, I not. wish we could. No, we're going to speak English. So we're going to share our experience on a European river cruise while we are visiting various cities um, and some amazing Christmas markets, which is one of our favorite things to do. So we'll tell you all about the cruise and what we're up to and what we're planning to do next year. But before we do that, I wanted to share a little bit of the history of Christmas markets and what we're um, visiting here and, and, and why they even exist. So in Germany alone, where this tradition began, there are anywhere from 2,500 to 3,000 Christmas markets each year. Yeah, a... yeah, right? Isn't that insane? There's so many. So Christmas markets in Europe go back to medieval times when German territories covered a large part of the continent. Some current German Christmas markets go all the way back to the 15th and 16th centuries. Did you know that? That's really cool. I didn't know that. That's, doesn't that make you like appreciate? I should know that because I w should have read the outline before you prepared it. But, but this you is your part. But you didn't. I didn't and know. you didn't appreciate the Christmas markets. I'm appreciating it now. <laughs> so, for example, Dresden, which is in eastern Ger uh, Germany, has uh, a market that first opened in 1434 on Christmas Eve day, just for one day. And that market is called the Streisel Market. It is often considered one of the first holiday markets in Germany. And nowadays, more than two and a half million visitors attend that market each year. And in Nuremberg, the Christmas market dates back to 1628. And there's even some evidence that it may go back to as far back as 1530. What's not totally clear is if these markets just happen to take place around Christmas or if they're really markets held because of the holiday. But these winter markets were usually the largest and had the local artisans selling pottery meat, baked goods, and perhaps even sweets. And that's more or less how these wonderful markets that we love to go to every year uh, came about. So thank you, Nat Geo, for the uh, history lesson on Christmas markets, which I had to Google to find out. Amazing. Well, and before we get into the rest of our episode, I just want to say hello to all of our live listeners today, uh, Matt and Matt there on Colin, and Dijon and Herman on Twitter Spaces. So thanks for joining us live. So um, first of all, I just want to say we love Christmas markets, especially these German-inspired Christmas markets, Germany, Austria, France, like Western part of France, uh, or excuse me, the Eastern part of France, they're really, really popular. Um, and I think probably our first experience of a German-style market was in Chicago like yeah, 15 I years ago. Yeah, I remember like our there. friends in Chicago introducing it to uh, us to that idea because yeah. we had never been to Germany at that time, and they definitely don't happen in Arizona where we're from. So they took us to one for the first time, and we loved them. They're so yeah, fun. We've uh, been living in Spain now for about 10 years, and we've looked for them in Spain, but it's just not really a traditional thing. They have thing. Christmas markets, but it's a different yeah. sort of vibe. And what you mean is there the... is no alcohol and no food. very little food. Exactly. That's exactly which to me means, like, why, why would you eat <laughs> 
we've been to a few other, um, like I said, in France and one that was really great in Basel, Switzerland, um, which has like, they serve fondue out of this like hollowed out baguette, which changed is our lives. Anyways, uh, if you like the show, please subscribe to it on Collins, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any fucking place where you get your podcast. <laughs> That's the first echo speaking. I'm so sorry. Um, like it with a hard icon, which is published. You can always follow us on social media. We're always at Too Bad Tourist, especially on Twitter Spaces, um, since we are recording live on Twitter Spaces and we'll be doing so uh, until we don't any further. <laughs> So lastly, please feel free to leave us a comment about what you like and want to hear more of because sometimes we listen, listen to our audience about oh, topics. Yeah, that is your last glass of Prosecco today. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not going to deal with you all day. <laughs> now, before we talk about these gorgeous European villages we're visiting along the Danube, let's quickly talk about our sponsor, Spaces, because guess what? We have a sponsor! Oh my God, after episode what? 29, we literally have an episode sponsor. We so yeah, sponsor. let's talk about it. Uh, so Spaces, which is powered by the Hornet app, is its own uh, queer app. And yes, we're actually really excited to talk about this app because we're actually on it. Uh, we started a channel uh, about a week ago that allows us to talk directly with you guys, our um, listeners of the podcast, but also followers, followers of our blog and our newsletter. And we have been uh, posting some of our river cruise trip uh, photos and experiences on the app uh, as we speak. Exactly. Spaces is a group chat app for LGBTQ plus people to connect, build communities, and even plan meetups in groups that can be public or invite only. Yeah. And what's really cool, it's like one of the only apps that is specifically designed to serve the entirety of the very diverse LGBTQ plus I2SGBQ, all the letters. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, it's meant to be inclusive, right? So it's not just for gay men. Uh, but also lesbians, non-binary people, trans folks, and any queer identified person who wants to connect um, with other people, um, you know, fellow, fellow queer people discuss similar interests. Yeah, so whether it's RuPaul's Drag Race, Gardening Tips, the MCU Multiverse, or your favorite podcast like yours truly, Queer, queer Travel Chat, there's lots of spaces for you to find yours and discuss what interests you. So you said they have lots of spaces, but they actually have a gardening space in drag? Well, they have like four drag. They have gardening. I don't think they have it for gardening in drag, but you could certainly okay. create it. So you can create any space you want. Exactly. And it's even better than other group chat platforms because it's free of the toxicity and trolling since it's for and by queer people. Yeah, excellent. So if you guys want a more uh, personalized travel advice or tips to help you plan your next uh, trip or vacation, uh, or you're just curious about queer-friendly destinations, or maybe you want to share news about what's going on in your city for other people, um, please join our space on the Spaces app, which is appropriately named Queer Travel Chat. Oh, just like our podcast, I get it. You can chat with us directly there about all things LGBTQ+, travel, and talk with others interested in travel as well. Is this the sponsor spot still? God, we're just like going on and on. <laughs> we're just alcohol talking now. <laughs> All right, guys, so download the app if you want to further discuss today's podcast episode with us or whatever tickles your pickle. <laughs> Go to queerspaces.com to find the download link, or you can find it in the show notes of today's episode. All right, so let's talk about our impressions of the boat, or is it a boat or is it a ship? You're only supposed to read the part that's in color. You're just, like, reading the, like, the part in black and just, oh. do you see? It's like, I color-coded it for you. <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. Thank you. God. So let's talk about uh, the cruise line, the ship that we are actually on, um, and all of its amenities. Shall we? Yes, we shall. 
<laughs> so guys, we're actually here uh, currently selling on a river cruise ship uh, with Viva Cruises, which we first heard about um, back in, uh, it says here August, but that's not accurate. Uh, it was back in October. I think, yeah, I think. yeah, you're right. We okay. were in Milan for the IGLTA convention, which is the International LGBTQ Plus Travel Association. And I met with one of the, um, the, the people from Viva Cruises and they were interested in working together. So we are potentially going to host a Christmas market river cruise, um, exactly what we're doing, but seven nights, but next year, December Yeah, that's the whole reason we're here is we're checking it out. We're getting the content. We want to be able to promote this next year and, and sell it and, and go on it. So Exactly. And we want to show you guys, you know, one of our favorite ways to travel, um, you know, by boats in Europe, Christmas markets, Gluevine, all the good things that come along uh, with that. So they just launched in the 2018-2019 uh, um winter season so it's a fairly new line but we're already really loving it actually and it's and it's what's really cool is it's an all-inclusive offer for guests um which basically means like all your foods included all of your drinks alcoholic drinks beers wines cocktails so all-inclusive that the mini bar that they refill every day is included i've not seen that before and i love that yeah um I'm not quite clear what their motto is, though. Do you know what their motto is? Yeah, what was their motto? Something what about enjoy something. <laughs> We're joking because their motto is enjoy the moment, and they don't let you forget it. You, it's almost hard to enjoy the moment. How often they tell or remind you to no, enjoy it? We're, we're poking fun at them because they always kind of add in their little tagline. Enjoy the moment. Trust me, we're enjoying the moment, but don't tell me to enjoy it because we really are. It's cute, but it's everywhere. <laughs> Anyways, no, they, they really focus on having a great relationship with their crew um, and guests, which we've noticed that the, the crew has actually um, been really great so far. So we are um, on this for four nights, and of course, our trip next year will be seven nights. Uh, but it's also our first river cruise, which is really cool. And mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. been surpri- surprised by some things, which I'll tell you about in a bit. So that's a little bit about uh, the company. Let's talk about the boat that we're on exactly. So we are currently sailing on the MS Tom Hardy. Sorry, Thomas Hardy, which has 88 cabins allowing for up to six passengers on board. So it's the two of us plus the other 176 guests. Uh, just kidding, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, really get this? There are 35 passengers total, including the two of us, and about 40 staff, I think they said, yeah. right? So um, this one did not um, fill up this year, which has actually been kind of nice because the service has been top notch. But next year, you better believe we are going to fill this. We're going to help them fix this. We're going to fill this biatch. That is the idea. <laughs> it's all of our friends yeah, and followers. Exactly. So it has the potential uh, to fill up a lot more than it is. Um, and it's a beautiful boat. It has three decks in total. A little bit about those decks. Um, so on the, the top one, the diamond deck has four luxury balconies that are 24 square meters. And you can enjoy the beautiful views from these balconies. Uh, that are walk on, but also on the diamond deck, and then the next deck below on the ruby deck, which I think we're on, right? I think so. Um, they have uh, cabins that are 19 square meters, which are their junior suites, and they have a French balcony, which we just learned about literally what yesterday, two well, days ago. I don't know. I asked you what that was today, and you explained it to me. Well, it's what we have, which is it's a sliding glass door to the river, <laughs> except that you can't fall out of it. So there's like a guardrail. Yeah, well, that's what's crazy. Is like one it's floor, side of the cabin is all a glass wall. It's floor wall. to ceiling windows. Yes. And, and you can open just, the door in, in its entirety. And then it has like a balcony rail. And then it just like the one side of your cabin is just becomes a balcony. Yeah. So it's, it's great because when you're actually sailing during the day, 
you can just open your like walls as glass and you can like see the scenery as it goes yeah what's by. cool about that is like although it's not a walk walk on balcony it is like a makes the whole room become a balcony essentially it's it's yeah. really cool all the cabins have a flat screen tv a mini bar which as we mentioned gets refilled every day air conditioning and heat but of course we'll be in the winter so we only care about the heat yeah. uh they have a shower with a rainfall shower head that i discovered on a cold shower <laughs> <laughs> that i didn't know was going to come out at the top of the shower and then they have a nespresso uh machine as well with uh that they refill every day with the coffee pods, which is great because we are coffee fiends. Yeah, is, is this episode sponsored by Nespresso or something? Oh, I just like that they had it. Oh, should okay. I, <laughs> should I just have said a coffee machine? <laughs> no. It's just a nice coffee I'm machine. Just, I'm just making fun of you, David. <laughs> Anyways, uh, while, I, while we have some live listeners, I just, oh, I was going to say hi to Kevin from Colin, but he just peaced out, so bye, Kevin. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we see Matt and Dijon of, Dijon of something up. Uh, Twitter. So thanks for sticking on guys. Uh, and anyone who's listening after the fact. So David's told you a bit about uh, the boat. I'll mention just some of the amenities um, on board, such as all the meals are included. So we have a breakfast buffet, the lunch, the dinner, which is actually the first dinner we had on board was good, but I feel like every meal it's been getting better, which has been really nice. Uh, mm-hmm. Multi-course I agree. meals, um, snacks, uh, flexible meal times. You can kind of just wear whatever you want. It's super casual, which is great for us. It's really more our style. I think the only, they asked not to wear shorts. Yeah, yeah. Um, when we joined, I think it was around like maybe six, four, six. They have like a high tea at like four with cakes and snacks and coffees. And then around six, six thirty, like a cocktail and aperitif. Uh, booze all day long. It's been great. <laughs> As you can see. As you can see. Uh, but what's also really good about this all-inclusive thing is like all the tips, they you don't have to tip extra and Wi-Fi is included. So every literally the price you pay is is the final price. There's no hidden fees. You know, you don't have to pay extra for drinks, for tips, for anything. Um, so it's really great. They have a little little headsets for the, the excursions. Um there, the excursions, if you want to go on an organized excursion to tour the city, some of those are an extra fee, but they're like 20 or 30 euros. It's not even much. So they're not included in the whole um, inclusive package. But for example, in Vienna, they had the option to go to a, a Christmas market tour, the biggest uh, main one that we just went and checked out on our own, in fact. Um, and it's only 32 euros extra. So as far as um, added shore excursions, no, when we've gone on cruises, I mean, they price. usually are in the hundreds of, yeah. of no, euros. So um, there was another one that was um, a tour of four local Christmas markets around Vienna, which was 28 euros. Um, we'll be going to Linz tomorrow. Another, um, I think it's the third largest city in, in Austria. And uh, you can check out the Old Town uh, tour with the Christmas market and that's only 22 euros. So these like extra add-on short excursions are some of the cheapest I've actually seen. Yeah. Really great price. Uh, yeah. On a, on a tour, on yeah. a cruise. Well, before we get into topic, I just want to say uh, you know, a word from our future sponsor, Espresso. If you want to sponsor <laughs> this podcast, please email us well, info at two bad no, We're going to be soliciting uh, <laughs> sponsors. Let's ask for Prosecco. <laughs> right. Let's not get coffee. Let's get the good oh stuff. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get back to the river cruise. So we want to talk about a little bit about the route and the itinerary that we have been doing. So we are on a four-night river cruise of the Danube, which started from Passau, which is in Germany, really near the Austrian border. And we've stopped in Melk, which is a very small town, but has like a very famous uh, abbey up on the hill. 
We've stopped in Vienna, which we're in now, and then Linz on the Danube, which is, I think, the third largest city in you Austria. You said Abby so confidently, like, that has been part of your vocabulary all your life. And I feel like you just learned that word. Okay, um, shut your trap. You don't need to let people know I didn't know what an Abby was. <laughs> I mean, we literally Googled it. Let's get back to this episode. <laughs> it's so, a monastery. Yeah, so this is what we've been doing um, for next year when we host this trip uh, as one of our host trips. We're going to also be adding on the set. It'll be the seven night cruise, which will include also Bratislava, which is near Vienna, but that's actually, I think it's the capital of Slovakia. And then uh, it will end, not end, but it'll, one of the final stops is Budapest, which of course is the capital of Hungary. So it will be a four country European Christmas market river cruise. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. As if that's not enough. I mean, come on, that's a lot. Yeah, and we actually flew into Munich, um, stayed a night there, and then took a two-hour train to get to Passau. So um, that's how we got to this. Yeah, it kind of felt like an adventure just getting here because it normally it's like flying big city to big city. We're like, okay, we got to go to this small town on this river to yeah, get on this boat. it was kind of a fun little experience. It was. So let's talk a little bit about each of the cities that we're visiting to kind of um, see what the highlights are and, and what's worth checking out and why you should come and why we're excited to, to be here now. So... As we mentioned, the first city that we started out in was Passau in Germany. This is located in the Bavarian region of Germany, where the Danube in and Ilz rivers meet. So there's three rivers there and has a population of just over 50,000. The town attracts many tourists for its rich history. It was founded as a colony by the Roman Empire in the second century. And it's known for its excellent examples of Gothic and Baroque architecture, like the Cathedral of St. Stephen, which was built in 1688. This is a major attraction here that has been one of the world's large, that has one of the world's largest pipe organs. The Church of St. Michael and Lamperg Palais are also worth a visit uh, in Passau. Yeah, and the really the first well after Passau the the first stop on the route which was super surprising to me was a town called Melk which is in Austria of course I'd never heard of it um, it's a tiny little town which I guess is the gateway to Wachu which is a region in Austria uh, near the Danube um, I guess if you're from this area you would know that but I don't but I'm telling you now it's it's west of Vienna and it's known for its rolling here hills its vineyards and its fortresses this yeah. is why I wanted to mention that right well anyways it's very it's a very cute historic uh, old town and and for us it was just a surprise because you know you have these small european towns that you know unless you're from this region you've never really heard of them but we arrived on our little river cruise ship and just kind of waltzed into um this small town of milk and like Above the city, just towering over, is this giant abbey, which the origins of it, I guess, were built in the 11th century, but it's been rebuilt uh, since the 18th century by the abbot, whatever his name is. I'm sure you have it in the <laughs> notes here below. Uh, but anyways, no, this abbey, oh my gosh, it was like, we, we did the tour. It was worth the 13 euros to enter, and uh, yes, it was it absolutely was. astonishing. It was amazing. It's a, a UNESCO World Heritage Site, um, which has been run, and it's been run by the monks of the Benedictine order since 1089. Wow. Anyways, we did a self-guided tour um, of all the rooms inside, including the library and the chapel and all this, which we could do on our um, on our iPhones. Okay, but what was great about that library, because uh, we were doing our self-guided tour, and uh, it was like, how many books do you think are in here? And I was like, 5,000. Yeah, and it was like 10,000. Like, yeah. It was over 100,000 books, right? and many of them have matching gold-encrusted covers. It, it was so like... It was, astounding it was it was yeah it was like it was incredible a, a sight to 
be beholden. Yeah, absolutely. And if I'm not mistaken, we even saw when we went into the, like the cathedral part of it, we saw like these two tombs or these two sarcophagus. We, no, we saw some know. dead ass bodies. I mean, like one side <laughs> of it was like made of glass, and then there's just a dead body. On, I mean, it was like wrapped in this ornate like outfit. But you can or, see it's like skeleton head, and they're like, like from the 17th through. century. It was like what the fuck, yeah, like yeah. Uh, religion makes people do crazy things. I was like, what am I looking at right now? I I was impressed i was needless to say we were impressed by milk <laughs> so uh vienna of course vienna um most people have probably heard of vienna it's the capital of austria and it is perhaps the main event of our river cruise uh, or depending on what you're looking for of course um it's a very culturally rich city known for its classical music beautiful architecture and also its diverse uh and thriving lgbt community so it's of course got countless gay bars, clubs, and pop-up gay parties and things like that, gay cafes, events throughout the year. You had but what's to... great is we arrived last night at around 8 p.m., so we had the night over in Vienna, so you could actually go out if you wanted to. We didn't do it. But you had to talk me out of going out. I had to talk you out because yeah, I was yeah. like, let's go out! Let's so we go to the gay got, bar! So, like, yeah, you can go out to see the gay scene, and then you're here all the next day until about, I think, 6 p.m. We're about to depart. So, um, And then during the day, we went to the Christmas market. We just got back from that. So we basically traded night drinking for today day drinking. Yep. Well, oh, and then I'm supposed to say top sites include the Hopper Palace, the Schönbrunn Palace, and the City Hall. I think we went to which, see which the, is called the, the Ross House Palace, right? Oh yeah, we've seen that one. Like, yeah, I remember back. that one. We haven't been to Vienna in and it's been in 10 a years, minute, man. Anywho, just oh. Google Too Bad Tourists. We have a Vienna gay travel guide, as but, it turns out. But wait, was it 10 years ago or was it? It was gay pride. It was, gay pride. It was like about five or eight six years, years ago. ago. But it, we really do have a, a, a gay travel. We're, get, we're sounding like we don't know what we're talking about. But we did the research. We wrote a guide. It's all there. It's on our website. It's updated. Check it out. We love Vienna. It's beautiful. It's very walkable. The gay pride is amazing. One of my favorite sites that we went to when we first came here was the Imperial Treasury. I still remember that. I, we've seen a lot of churches, a lot of different sites yeah. around the world, and not all of them I remember, but this one I remember because it has like, is it called a narwhal whale? What do you call the ones that have the tusk thing out of it? Oh, yeah. It's like the unicorn of the sea. Yes, it's like exactly. It's like a suit that grows into And I remember horn. in that treasury, there's it was gifted to whatever royal family um, as, a, um, as a unicorn a horn, and it's like in that, you know, can you imagine yeah. at that time actually believing that they existed? It just yeah. kind of it was really cool. That stuck with me. I love seeing that treasury. Yeah. So tomorrow our stop is gonna be Linz, which is the third largest city in Austria, according to what David told me about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> um so the Danube changes directions of flow because of a bend, apparently, um, when it reaches the Austrian city of Linz. So I guess we're gonna do like a little curvy thing in the river. Um we haven't been there yet, so I don't really know what to tell you other than what our in this outline, which I'm about to tell you, but David did some I've research. I've done the research. So, sites which are worth the visit. The Danube Park, which is a beautiful park to stroll and relax, enjoy the views of the city from the Poschengillenberg Mountain. Beautiful. Well said. Well said. <laughs> Take the 100-year, oh, here it comes again, the 100-year-old Postenberg tram to the, reach the top of the connection of the city's main square. Probably what we'll, we'll do is just go to the Christmas market and day drink. <laughs> <laughs> The Landstrasse Street, of course, Strasse in German is uh, street, if you don't know that. Uh, it's a place to shop, and it has a, a selection of vintage boutiques providing previously owned furniture, which we're, of course, going to buy a couch, like on this river cruise, I guess. I don't know. Designer fashions and jewelry. 
and the Miriendom is the largest cathedral, not only in Austria, but with space for 20,000. Thank you, David, for those tidbits. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about um, our daily itinerary, what is what we have going on every day, what the plan is, um, because every morning they post on their little bulletin board our itinerary and what we can expect for the day, and they also put that on a dedicated TV channel in our rooms, so that always explains our meal time, so we know when we can waltz into the... Um, the restaurant to, to eat. It's never at an exact time. We just have a time frame that we're allowed to go in, which is uh, great because that keeps things uh, flexible. Then there's also the arrival and departure time. So we can kind of plan the time that we're going to spend in the city where we're docked. As Austin mentioned earlier, there's high tea. We also have an apero hour, which is like the petitif, which um, we'll be going to soon after we record this podcast. Then uh, after dinner, they even have a midnight snack, uh, usually around 1030 at night. So uh, they just let you know what you can expect during the day. They keep it very communicative in that way. And then anything else that it might be special going on during the day. So, for example, um, a couple of days ago when we first set sail, they had live music on board by their uh, musician that's that's here on board with us. And yesterday they had a performance by a pianist and a violinist um, who are here from Vienna, which was unbelievable. We necessarily plan on seeing it we're just kind of a rebel and they and we saw um not the what we did last night right yes they also have uh daily specialty cocktails that's more <laughs> what we look for i guess uh, yes, uh, the first day that we set sail was this um, uh, Blue Lagoon cocktail, which I didn't get to try, so I don't really know what it is. But we did drink a couple of the grasshoppers yesterday, which was Blue Curacao. Curacao. Oh, I did it. Yesterday you were calling it Blue Cacao. I don't know. <laughs> uh, which is like a with a mint cream, and it was delicious. And I don't know what today's is, but we're going to go have a drink i'm sure and then you can also schedule to use their spa massage services their hair and nail services or you can go to their small fitness center at your leisure so um, which we have used it's a little gym yeah with some it's nice they've got uh, it's definitely not as much as a giant cruise ship but they've got the basics yeah well we are here um as we said earlier to do a bit of the legwork and prepare for the trip that we want to host next year in december so in a year from now we will be doing a seven-night cruise, which is this exact itinerary from Passau all the way to Budapest and back and hitting all the stops we mentioned, including Bratislava and Budapest, which are Slovakia and Hungary, so a couple extra countries. So literally in one cruise, you can hit up four European countries, which is quite cool. Um, so but anyways, we wanted to make sure that um, it's a cruise that our guests would enjoy, get all the content. You know, we wanted to basically be here so we could show you everything you can expect. So we're kind of recording YouTube and, videos. And so that we could make Instagram the mistakes stories. that we're making now. Exactly. Make exactly. them now and not next year because right. we've already gone the wrong direction on the trains. We've already gone to the wrong <laughs> Christmas markets. We like, we're like, oh my God. Yeah, if you follow is... our Instagram stories, you'll see all the stupid stuff we did. So <laughs> next December, we will- We're gonna have it down. We're taking notes, we're preparing. Yeah, but let's talk about what's gonna make this trip uh, unique and special from some of our other trips. So. What we really learned about in the past uh, few months is we have a huge amount of solo travelers that really want to go on trips um, and they love to travel, but they don't always have someone to travel with because maybe 
you know, maybe they're single or maybe even their partner can't travel or maybe they have a friend, but their friend can't go or whatever the reason they want to travel. So we are going to create this group trip specifically tailored for solo travelers. So if couples or friends want to come, you're more than welcome, but the entire thing is designed for solo travelers. So the pricing is going to be amazing for solo travelers. No like double single supplements well, it's for everyone, but the, like it's designed with solo travelers in mind at the forefront. Absolutely. Whereas many uh, setups like your hotels, your uh, seven day cruises, anything is usually couples in mind, yeah, or two people or groups. They tend to be designed for solo travelers as the second thought. And yeah. we're going to do and, and solo travelers are welcome yeah. on that. And yeah. then in this case, uh, everyone's welcome, but the solo travelers are at the front part. Yeah. At the and front a, part. <laughs> at the front part. That's, that's, that's... <laughs> at the front part of your mind. All right. Thank you, David, for, um, I'm glad. Yeah. I just want to give you the assist. So you're welcome for that. Yeah. So any case, what's also really cool about this, this is our first river cruise. So we're literally <laughs> two days into it. We've done small sailing boats, you know, with a, a crew of 10 people, or I should say passengers of 10 people all the way up to cruise ships that have like 3000, 5000. What's really cool about this river cruise is it's in the middle, right? It's about 170 yeah, guests. Exactly. And what's really cool is you, you really feel way more part of the land, right? So as you go from city to city, I mean, the shoreline is just, you can throw a stone and you're there, right? Mm -hmm. And you can open your window and you can mm -hmm. see the land as you pass by. So it's, you, you just, I don't know, it's something different. It was really cool. We were like, I was trying to take a nap yesterday and I couldn't nap because I just kept looking out the window as we were passing by like small little towns and churches. Um, it's a really unique experience and it's just a cool way to travel and go from these little European uh, cities and, and capital cities, obviously, as, as well. So um, it's just a cool way to travel and and it's in an off season, right? So it's like if you're a solo traveler or if you're just someone who wants to travel during the, the holiday season, you can come on this. Yes, it's cold out, but it's sort of like all part of the experience. The Christmas markets, the bundle up, you get to drink the mold wine, the glue vine, which we love. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the snow's just fallen, so it's really pretty outside. Um, so it's a totally different trip than and we've ever done. It's the build up to the holidays, yeah. which is always an exciting yeah. time. It's fun to see all the decorations. Exactly. Um, but to be fair, nothing is perfect. And I think it's always good to kind of go over some of the, you know, critiques that um, to, to let people know. Um, exactly how things are on board. So, for example, uh, compared to a big cruise ship, there's there's less to do on board. There's not going to be all of the you know different entertainment like the shows. And no, it's not like a like we host Virgin Voyages cruises, which yeah. have like three thousand people. So this river cruise doesn't have all that entertainment. No. So it's it's much simpler and it's based. It's more focused on the destinations and exploring the cities and towns. Exactly. And when you get on board, <laughs> it's more about the meals and the drinks and just kind of relaxing. Yeah, and like there's the there's a pool which I'm assuming they use in in the summer. It's a small like um, yeah. spa or jacuzzi size, but it's closed now for the yeah. for the winter. So. The doesn't have those things. There's less dining options when you're on a big cruise ship. You got lots of residents restaurants to choose from here they have one main restaurant and then just a smaller bistro so uh there's less of that they have a fitness center but it's small it yeah. wouldn't be considered a gym it's got four machines yeah it's got two treadmills and two bikes yeah. uh and a little bit of space if you want to stretch so um that's smaller but they do have it and then the wi-fi of of course, like many times on, on in these situations, it's not always great. I'm a little worried about before <laughs> this podcast right now. I would say probably 70% of the time it's perfect and it's fine. But there are about 30% of the times when you're sort of 
sailing from one town to the next where you're in the middle of nowhere, the connection goes in and out. Yeah, and they warned us about that ahead of time. And they said, you know, a lot of the time we're between borders of yeah. countries. There's not going to be big seas nearby. We're in the middle of nature. So yeah. just be prepared. They offer it, but it's not the strongest. And that's fine. You just know what to expect. Um, no big deal. Yeah. So um, let's talk a little bit about what has been our favorite part of the experience uh, so far before we wrap up. Okay. Well, why don't you go first? So... If I'm allowed to say, I would actually choose the room that feels like not a good, <laughs> I, like the wrong answer. And that's not usually our answer. I don't think we normally care so much about the accommodations, but this is special because, I mean, well, first of all, the mini bar gets restocked, so I'm not <laughs> upset about that. Uh, but that whole like uh, wall that's a window situation, I love that because it makes you feel like you're not even in the room. And that's why I love choosing the room this time because you get to see the whole Danube. You get to see the shore. Uh, you've got your Wi-Fi and you can be laying in bed and it's like you're literally just traveling from your bed. I mean, it's it's yeah. like nothing I've ever experienced before. There's, I don't know why. It is very unique. We've traveled on small boats and large boats and this one. Even though it's still a boat on water, it's so different than all the others. And that's the thing. Like, all these destinations are wonderful. I love them. I love Christmas markets. But I've been to some of these destinations. I've been to Christmas markets, and I love them. I have to go back. But the special thing yeah. for me is the way that we're doing it, yeah. and which is kind of why I feel guilty. But I'm like, the room. This yeah. has been amazing. What about you? Well, before I tell you about mine, I just want to give a shout out to all of our live listeners who have joined. Matt, you have hung out uh, on Colin this whole time. So thank you so much for joining I've seen a few people pop in on Twitter spaces. I think it was uh, Sasha and uh, Kevin or David or something, but they just left. So bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my favorite part, I think I was super surprised by Melk, this tiny little town that I'd never heard of. And I was like, what is this? Why do I want to go? And then that amazing, like, Baroque Abbey on the top of the hilltop, which was astonishing. Wow, that was, that was incredible. That was beautiful. Then, then last night, like... Not even really meaning to watch the the violin and, and the, the the piano performance performance, mm -hmm. and I mean guys, so we're in we're in Vienna, which you have to keep in mind. Like Vienna is classical one of music. the yeah. capitals of the world for classical music. So the the people that came on board probably are in like some of the top musicians they in the world. They're famous, famous musicians, right? And so they came on the boat, and I mean, I just I've never, I, I was just an hour private concert from this violinist that I was just astonished. Yeah, I'll have amazing. to say I was there having a drink, um, updating our social media and uh and I don't listen to classical music. Um uh, and incredible. I put down my phone, I walked over close to where he's performing and I just listened for the next hour because and I like found, it was I found myself incredible. like like holding my breath and I had to like gasping because I was just like <gasps> it was just his mm -hmm. his talent was just beyond it and didn't hurt that he was cute he was also cute <laughs> they were both cute but the other thing that we like noticed which is kind of cool with which is like you know you think about vienna and how it's this capital of you know classical music like the songs they were performing and their talent and their entertainment could have been happening 500 years ago oh, yeah. or a thousand years ago and it equally entertained us and so, and so it was kind of a cool right like we're not necessarily people who are super into like classical types of um, culture and and music and things like that, but but it really connected with us for some reason. So I was very surprised because it was about different that. and because yeah. of because it was good. Yeah, it, it was, was amazing. Good. The talent was amazing. It was good. Um, also, the food has been getting better day by day. It started good and it's just gotten great. It's going from good yeah. to great. It's going from good to great. 
and the, I love the scenery. I was telling you guys earlier, I like tried to take a nap, but they would have the windows open. I just couldn't fall asleep because I just kept opening my eyes and we were like sailing from somewhere to somewhere. I don't remember what the views were just to somewhere. amazing. <laughs> we were so on the deck. Cool. We were sailing down the deck. Down Who cares? <laughs> so those are my um, favorite moments and experiences. So all, all amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in, for listening live, or if you're listening to this later, we appreciate you tuning in. We enjoy it. So thank you so much. Absolutely. So if you guys like this show, please subscribe to it on Colin, Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts where you can find us. And of course, leave a uh, like with the hard icon once it's published. That's on Colin. Like it anywhere, leave a review. We really appreciate you guys uh, and all your support. We appreciate our future sponsor, Nespresso. If you just want to reach out to us, <laughs> info at twobadtourist.com. Oh my God, I'm going to happily <laughs> sell you a sponsorship. <laughs> Anyways, you can find us at Too Bad Tourist uh, on all the socials, especially Twitter, because we are going to be recording live on Twitter Spaces as we are doing now. Uh, and lastly, please feel free to leave a comment about what you like about this episode what you want to hear more of send us a message on all the socials or by email on our website because we actually do occasionally create an episode topic based on what you guys say you want to hear about. Or at the very least we'll always respond but yeah. we do appreciate your ideas and your feedback so that just keeps us um improving the the show so thank you so much for that upcoming uh, episodes that you can expect we're going to do one on points miles and credit cards we'll, we'll discuss how you can take advantage of uh, those programs from credit cards and which we have done and do and um well we were going to do the gay games but maybe we're not going to do the gay games maybe we just realized yeah that guy who was supposed to get back to us never got back to us so guys if you work for the gay games and you want to be featured on our podcast reach out otherwise we we're going to do a cover the otherwise games. we're going to do another episode we have a dead end now but it's also the holidays so actually i bet we'll get well, i bet we'll cover that yeah, it was going to be the next one, but maybe they'll maybe they'll get back to us. And we'll do we will certainly be back in January, um, probably with the the credit cards and points and miles. Absolutely. So. so thank you, everyone, live listeners and folks that are listening later. We will speak with you uh, on our next episode. And now we'll just get our second drink of the day. <laughs> okay, it's only number two. Right? <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks thank for you tuning so much. in.